You're listening to Photo Shelter's Vision Slightly Blurred. I'm Sarah Jacobs. And I'm Alan Murabayashi. So, Alan, what are we talking about today? We're talking about stock photography. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a big deal in the 80s and 90s. Like, people were making a full-time living oh. off of shooting stock, which okay. kind of blows my mind. I used to get, as a kid, um, these these big compendiums, annuals from American Photography or American Photographer. Oh, this was a, this was a physical like a magazine? Book. It was like a source book back in source the day. Book. That's what we called them. Got you. And the stock photos, I guess back then, I mean, I don't know. I think if we if we really looked at stock photography back then compared to now, we might think it was all cheesy. Mm. But I feel like things got really cheesy around the late 90s. Yeah. When uh, stock really got a bad name. I think some weird stock is still being created today. Still. And I would argue also that like stock is still a big deal because so many memes are created from stock photos. Yeah, which is weird. It's weird. Why is that weird? It's it's like a it's like a bank of images waiting for jokes. <laughs> the internet has just utilized it in a way that like no publisher ever could. Like, thank God, you know. So there's that uh, that famous stock photo meme. Of the guy walking with his girlfriend. Yes. Okay. Kind of looking back at the other girl. <laughs> yes. It is famous. Now I'm glad you brought this up. It's it's probably, I, I don't know. I know it's still relatively new, but I want to say that it might be one of the most famous memes out there. Like for, with used with a stock photo. Okay. Is. So first of all, let's talk about, let's talk about how cheesy that photo is. When the yeah. photographer took that photo, what do you think he or she was trying to even illustrate? The sleazy boyfriend. Of I know, but, but in what context would that like? Why would I? What company or individual is licensing that properly? <laughs> that's what. That's what I don't understand. I mean, obviously yeah. somebody is. No, totally. Uh, yeah, like a woman's site. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. So, so some uh, like <laughs> Jezebel dot com right, talking right. about your sleazy boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Fair okay. What's great is that um, Funnier Die made a video ab- around all the photos that were taken with those exact models, and they created an entire storyline about them and about their marriage and about how it fell apart, and then how at the very end, like the last straw, was him looking back at that woman. <laughs> it's it's a great video. Because it was recommend. it was part of a whole sequence, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The photographer had shot quite a few photos with that couple. I mean, I think if you're going to go through the trouble of casting three models to be in your shoot, you might as well. I, I, he presumably he or she pre- presumably had a storyline that they were following to shoot the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. It is weird. There was a, a Twitter thread recently that was kind of talking about corporate stock of this one company, um, Peloton, which you might have heard of. It's the um, the exercise bike that instead of going to the bike at your gym, like a soul cycle, mm-hmm. you buy this fancy bike for $2,000 or $3,000. It sits in your house. You plug it into the wall. It connects to the internet so that you can watch classes from oh, the comfort wow. of your own home. That sounds great. But these series of... Um, How much is that? I don't know. It's probably, you know, 30, 60 bucks a month. So Wait, that's it? Yeah, no, but it's no. still, you know, you already paid, you already paid <laughs> 2500 for the bike. Oh, 2500 for the bike. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I can't. I can't and get that. And so Peloton commissioned a photographer to create a stock library, a corporate stock library, which is pretty common 
Um, people want a branded look and feel, and they don't want anyone else using those images. Mm-hmm. So they'll commission a photographer to shoot a sequence of photos that they'll use for their ad campaign for the year. That's a great gig, right there. It's a great gig if you can get it, and yeah. and, and and it pays pretty well. But mm-hmm. you have a whole, you know, you have a creative director that you're working with at the company. Um, you presumably hire your assistants and makeup artists and stylists, mm-hmm. and you cast for it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. This particular user on Twitter was sort of lambasting Peloton because they had these scenes, as stock often does, that just couldn't possibly exist in real life. <laughs> so, you know, the like what, what looks like a $10 million corner apartment in Manhattan, just covered in glass, and then a platform it. on which your Peloton bike sits, you know, throughout the entire day, as if you have nothing else to put in your, your apartment. <laughs> Okay, but I would argue that advertising photography, like, has always right. They want to show it in a fancy apartment well, so that's, that's overlooking Central Park or whatever. That's arguably the thing. I've I've always said that you know, stock photography isn't real life. It's sort of a a hyper real yes world where everyone looks slightly better than in real life. Not you can't you don't want your stock. Uh, uh, stock subjects to be too good looking. No, they're not high end fashion models. No, but they're definitely. Good-looking people. Yeah. They're definitely usually in good shape. Even like the grandmas and grandpas are pretty good-looking people. <laughs> the grandmas and They're grandmas. very mobile. Yeah. You know? Even They're the people around. <laughs> that are, that are uh, advertising, you know, drugs and, and, and whatnot are still looking pretty good. Yeah. I don't know why they're, they're on that Lipitor. They look pretty good. They don't need it. <laughs> um, one of my favorite, uh, other than the distracted boyfriend, is woman laughing alone with a salad. <laughs> Do you know about this? No. Okay. Describe it. Well, basically, I don't know why, but it's like every stock photographer has done that shoot where it's a woman eating a salad and laughing and she's all alone. And so lots of blogs have been made where, or no, excuse me, one blog has been made that has compiled all of these um, women eating salad alone and laughing. And it's just like, it's fantastic. So my criticism of this sort of absurd stock photography. You know, in the late 90s, when the whole concept of royalty-free came about, people started selling these CDs of stock photography, and a lot of them were shot on seamless white because you could you could mask them and drop them in, in wherever. So you had the rubber duck, and then you had like the these very stereotypical, like the nerd. So the nerd and the beautiful woman kind of thing, and you're like, or, or the really wide angle lens of somebody like holding something up to the, the, the camera lens. Mm-hmm. There's something self perpetuating about relying on these stereotypes so that the first guy that shoots the woman eating the salad puts that out there. Genius, whoever did that. Yeah. And then every other stock photographer who's like trying to understand the trends in stock photography says, Oh, okay. Well, that I need, I need the woman. Um, eating a salad. The oh, other one, laughing. you know, that you see with, um, s- small businesses is always like the barista, the coffee shop owner. And you're like, how many freaking coffee shop owners are there? Like this, it's not, that's not representative of small businesses in the United States. They're mm-hmm. just, there's just not that many. No, that's true. So there's a weird effect that I, I think stock photography really kind of gets into the stereotypes reinforces stereotypes in part because we're used to having these representation. We, we need these obvious representations when you're selling something that has to be sort of general purpose in nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Well, I want to bring up a point about somebody making money off of these bank of stock photos. Yeah. Um, in 20, like mid-2017, this Twitter was launched. It's called Dark Stock Photo, and it's just a bunch of like absurd stock photography um, that just make the storyline makes no sense it'll be like people dead in a pool like it just yeah so it's like it's dark and um like about a year later he published a book bought all the stock photos uh and published a book that you can buy on amazon.com so he's like a curator of these dark photos exactly we'd be remiss not to mention the free stock photo site unsplash which uh, started as a kind of a last-ditch effort to save a business because they had leftover photos from a photo shoot that they put up for free, and it was really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, none of the creators are compensated. Some of these images have been downloaded millions, literally millions of times, used in any variety of, of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's definitely kind of this... I mean, I hate to use this term, but there's kind of a hipster look to the images that are very popular, you know? It's just like... Ah. A hipster look? So, okay, I want to break that down. Yeah, break it down. Let's break it down. Because <laughs> what do you mean? You mean you mean that they're not... The way that you were describing stock photos kind of being this sort of like glossy look. Yeah. You know, some of them back in the day in the 90s were shot on like a white seamless, you know, whatever. So these new ones on Unsplash, like when you say hipster look, like what do you... Okay, do you so mean? let me define. The, the, the major criticism of stock photography traditionally has been this stuff looks cheesy, it's terrible photography. Yeah. And I definitely think that there's a segment of stock photography that has that sort of cheesy look. Mm-hmm. So kind of in the in the mid-aughts into the, the early 10s, people stri- started to, to strive for more authentic-looking photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to this this barista analogy that we, we used earlier, so now, you know, every photo is like a wooden table with a coffee cup with uh you know a cappuccino with the leaf kind of in it or <laughs> totally. you know the big world with a small figure in the corner yeah um everything is it looks like like a, a heavily curated instagram yeah it's like this yeah. opposite direction of of stock photography and it's still i could see that i mean it's cheesy in a in a in a, in a different way. way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There are, I would argue there's a few stock sites that are doing it well today. Um, and that would be Stocksy, mm-hmm. I think has beautiful stock photography um, that feels very natural. It kind of like the hipster look that you mentioned, like it kind of de- dips into that, but it feels, it's very, it feels authentic. Um, the photos that I find on, on Stocksy. Um, and then also I use this one at work 2020, um, that's user generated photographers can submit their work to 2020. Um, it goes through an approval process. Um, it's curated, uh, it's keyworded and tagged so that it's easy for photo editors to find your work. Um, and the, the quality of work, it ranges on 2020, but like there's some good work in there to use. Um, and then also a much newer company that I think is still building out its image bank a lot, but that has a lot of beautiful images and that focuses on diversity is Tonal. Um, and that was launched by Joshua Kissy um, somewhat recently. I actually don't know what year, but it's, it's fairly new. Uh, diversity stock photography is a huge growing business. That's something you know that a lot of photographers should look into if they're looking to sort of supplement their income. I still don't think stock photography is from a business perspective, something that you're going to make a full-time living off of. 
Yeah. But I think you can get some regular recurring revenue if you're with the right stock company and not just getting a penny per image. The whole, you know, penny stock thing. Yeah. It doesn't really work out well for anyone except for the platform owners. Right. Yes. Um, the, the, the thought I had in regards to the whole memification of these stock photos, though, is, <laughs> yeah. do you feel kind of bad for the photographer who took that image of the boyfriend? <laughs> oh, that's a where good question. Where the photo is essentially... That's a really good question. Stole, I mean, I don't know if it was stolen, um, but it, it, certainly there's more attributions to it. There are yeah. more usages of it than that photographer yeah. was like, paid for. 100%. Um, BuzzFeed actually had a great article uh, in 2017 reported by Julia Reinstein where she did kind of a deep dive into the behind the scenes story of these memed stock photos, um, one of which is a photo of a young toddler, like a toddler holding a gun and he's like crying. And this photo like blew up on the internet. Like people were sharing it like crazy with all different types of captions with it. Um, and she contacted the photographer and was like, how do you feel about your photo being memed? And the guy had no idea that this had happened. He was completely oblivious. Uh, and he explained to her that, you know, it just was actually a natural moment of his son holding a toy gun and he just started to cry and then started laughing soon after he was done taking the photos, which. Yeah, and now so. arguably that will be what this kid is known for in his lifetime. Oh, I mean, maybe he'll become an astronaut, but most likely it'll be like he, he hit his peak when he was a toddler. Right. Holding, holding the toy gun. gun crying. You know, that reminds me of uh, the most popular image on Instagram, which is of the egg. Right. And the yes. egg was just a stock photo of an egg shot on white seamless, and the photographer had no idea that it had blown up. Wait, is that, tr- is that right? Yeah. Oh, they, so I didn't they, know you that. Know, they tracked him down, and they asked him about it, and he was sort of amused, but, you know, it was oh like, ah, God. it's just a picture of an egg. Right. You know? <laughs> the most liked photo, and the photographer doesn't even know. And, like, we're all striving for that. See? So what does it mean? <laughs> likes are worthless is it what does. it means. Exactly. It means likes are worthless. Like, he probably got paid to take that photo of the egg years ago, hopefully a decent amount, and... uh now it's the most liked photo on well, the platform. Listen, we we have both used stock photography in the past. Yeah. It certainly fills a niche. Like, you can't shoot everything yourself. A hundred percent. Sometimes you're too busy. Sometimes you just don't, you're not in the right location oh to my shoot gosh. that stuff. Yeah, and in digital media, stock photos are used all the time. All the time. All the time. Um, and yet, we keep hoping for something better. I know. <laughs> Guys. I think, you know what? Everything everything has been photographed. So I, th- I think it's just like we're not finding the right sources for the photography or we're not willing to pay for the really good photography or something. Yeah. The, the not willing to pay is a huge thing. So like the bad photos are worth less. They, they're easier to get access to through subscriptions, through Getty, stuff like that. Like Getty knows what's being downloaded. It's going to throw... It, yeah, like... My assumption is that they're going to throw photos that are not downloaded as much into more subscriptions um, from publications. So those photos are worth less. Well, and, and arguably, yeah, you know, the whole memification, there, there's sort of a, a, a eye wink kitschiness to using bad stock mm-hmm. in some cases. I do think that you you do a disservice to your written content by using bad stock but there's so many like content forms out there that yeah. just they don't care they don't care totally um, i i read the new york times um health blog um and they use a lot of getty stock images that they've converted from color into black and white so there's definitely mm. kind of a look and feel to 
to that particular blog. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I get it. You know, I think it's a popular column, but, you know, do they want to commission a photographer to, to shoot that stuff or, you know, find a, find a senior citizen riding on a bike? No. Through the mountains? You no, know, just go no. to Getty and download it. No, totally. A few, there are a few really good Getty stock collections, um, off the top of my head, including the Lean In collection, which, uh, spearheaded putting, photographs of women in the workplace which was definitely a couple years ago way hard to find um within getty and then also refinery 29 has created a stock bank within getty um of a lot of different types of body shapes um ethnicities um just women doing everyday things in like their- eating a salad there is no in the, there is no woman eating a salad laughing alone. I hear women love salads. Suck. I hear like really good looking women love to eat salads. You know what? It's just a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> we all need to accept it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so like uh, you know, those the stock industry is improving, I I would say. Like we're we're not at the renaissance of it yet. Will we ever be at the renaissance of the stock, the stock world? Um, we're not there yet, but like I think we're getting there slowly. Keep striving, people. Stop taking photos of the uh, women eating salad. But otherwise, right. stop. Otherwise, please. we're making some good steady progress. Good steady progress. Yeah, I agree. Photo Shelter is the online leader for photography websites and workflow tools. Archive, distribute, and sell your photos in a mobile-friendly, responsive website. Try one free for 14 days at photoshelter.com slash podcast. Then download one of our free educational guides at photoshelter.com slash resources.